What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 202 of the Gang Out Podcast. Here we bring you everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, international sports. Also, usually, Agra Sunny, Andrew Strahl, by Michael Cunningham, and Alex Rick. See the podcast of Bayshaw Foods and Cooley, follow it too. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and some music, iRadio, and YouTube. Also, ship all social media at GayGRP. The boss said, it's time to get your game on! <laughs> you laughing at everybody today, aren't you? Uh, I can take it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What a weekend for me. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Pop quiz. Which one of you two was I laughing at right now? <laughs> me, you jackass. Ron. Me. Ron. The Cowboys. Well, well, ca- ca- kind of wrong. You're kind of wrong. The Cowboys. Ah, take a guess. Ah, take a guess. My egos. Also wrong or incomplete. The Cowboys. I'm laughing at you both. <laughs> oh, oh, you suck. <laughs> Why are you laughing at us both, brother? Why are you laughing at us? I remember. Uh, I remember. So, you know, we're opening a show with, right? What, Adam? Let's see. There was a game that was played, uh, what was it, this Sunday, where this guy right here. This guy, this year, this African American dude wearing a New York Knicks hat came on his podcast and said, The Dallas Cowboys were going to go all the way. This school <laughs> picked them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I sit there and said, And I'm going to be like, You know what? I, I'm not. I, I, and what happened? They get smoked by the Green Bay. Packers, a seven seed, blows them out. It wasn't even close. Like, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Let me say one thing. I'm surprised, and I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that uh, the that Dallas Cowboys, yo, failed to execute the two seed. I warned you, Michael. Did I not warn you that they were gonna choke? Go fuck yourself. Did I not say they were gonna choke? (laughs) Guys. Alex, did I not say they were going to show? Alex, if you want to live, don't answer because I'll, he will make fun of your egos next. Be careful. He jinxed them. He jinxed them. You're damn right he jinxed them. <laughs> I knew they were going to show, but game, what, what was it? Yeah. But literally the literally the first quarter, they pack a scope 7 nothing. <laughs> And then Doc throws the interception, and it's 14 nothing. You guys are having and fun, aren't you? After that, after that, Packers score another touchdown, 
they miss the field. They miss the extra point. And then you're thinking, I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay. The Cowboys marching downfield. They have a chance, you know, to, you know, make it go and get a score. And then, you know, uh, it'd be 27 at halftime. And then you have some momentum. And what happened? Hey, Adam, pop quiz. Which team didn't make the playoffs? Checkmate. The New York Giants. Yeah, so you can't. What, what, what did uh, what did uh, the Giants do last year? More they, playoff game. So did the Cowboys. More, yeah, the, the the I just looked it up. The Dallas Cowboys have won just as many playoff games as the Giants over the past five seasons. Okay, Adam. You know what? You know I could also be happy that the Eagles didn't win, so I'm in a good mood. Well, we we'll, we'll get into the Eagles there. Trust me, we'll get into the Eagles there because I'm sure Alex, you know, has plenty of thoughts on a uh, disappointing, but I was not say surprising uh, end to their season. But but again, this game, I mean, you know, and you know what, guys, I'm gonna come out here with a bit of a hot take. Uh, Michael, want to hear my hot take? Yeah, whatever. Dak is not my name, number one culprit for this game. I'm not okay. placing the majority of the blame on Dak Prescott. Did he have a bad game? Yes. Were those two awful interceptions? Yes. But you saw in the second half, you know, he- at the end of the first quarter, the Cowboys, they get a touchdown, and they get some momentum game outside, and they have the ball to start the second half. And then and and then immediately when the second half starts, they drive all the way down. They they drive. I think they drive all the way downfield to get a field goal. Field goal. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, now there's some momentum. Maybe maybe the Cowboys can get back in this game. And what and then what happens immediately after? The Packers score a touchdown. And that's what I'm gonna say. If you want to blame, if you want to blame on one unit for this off the Cowboys, blame your overrated, got completely exposed defense. Their defense was dog wire. They couldn't get off the field to save their life. If they, if the Packers come with a stop there, it's twenty seven ten, and you still have what you you you. You still have like what twenty four minutes, maybe a little bit. You got like what? Tw- oh, I'm not sure. Twenty four minutes left in the game, and you you still have a chance. All you need to do is come one stop, and you still have a chance, yo, to get back into this game. But nope, they got completely, completely. The 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 Cowboys even got completely closed and. I can credit to Jordan Love. I I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to take anything away from Jordan Love. He played excellent. He's showing why yo, like like the rules. Like maybe this guy could be legit. This guy maybe this guy could turn out to be the next Favre or the next Rogers. I know it's hard to choose Phil, but you gotta give him credit. He played extremely well. But guys, with all due respect to Jordan Love, should this Cowboys defense, this elite Cowboys defense, should they have given up forty eight? Or anywhere close to that. If the defense comes to play, I'm telling you, if the defense comes with one or two extra stops, even in spite of the extra interceptions, 
the Cowboys probably win this game. I'm going to sit there and say, if the defense comes up with an extra stop or two, the Cowboys probably win this game. I'm, anyway, I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying Dak played good. Obviously, the box score is very misleading. You can look at it and say, oh, he had over four, oh, he had 400 yards. Oh, he had 400 yards. So a lot of that was in garbage time. But but then again, why did, was it garbage time in the first place? Because the Packers defense couldn't get, but not the Packers, the Cowboys defense couldn't get a stop. I probably could have put up points that night against that defense. I think that I'll be out. I think that I think that defense just let up another touchdown. I think it let up just another 30 plus yard play. Boy, was that defense just swish cheese. But it's just. Guys, can we admit it? Can we admit Stephen A. Smith was right? Is that no matter what the Cowboys do, and we all know that it's not. It's, it's a matter of it's not it's a matter of when not if they're gonna move off Mike McCarthy and they're gonna get a new head coach. And rightly so, cause Mike McCarthy, we sh Mike McCarthy, he's not a bad coach. He's just limited. Really, unless he has, yo, know, unless he has like Aaron Rodgers or someone like that as his quarterback, like really your sling with him is very limited. Like again, not a bad coach, but is he the guy that we get you over our top? Like Obviously, you're high skeptical of that, but really, it's like one thing after the other. Oh, Jason Garrett didn't work out. Now, Michael Coffey's didn't work out. Maybe the Cowboys bring in Bill Belichick. There's obviously rumors about that. I mean, we'll talk about Bill Belichick's assignment, you know, later on in the podcast. But really, what whatever they bring in, are we really confident it's going to turn out to be any different? It seems like no matter what this franchise does, you know, Stevie X say, accident waiting to happen. They tease you. They tease you. Michael's getting all heads up. You guys won the, you guys won, you know, the division. You guys are the number two seed. You're undefeated at home. You're thinking, okay, this is it. This is finally it. We're going on a deep run. And what happens? Nope. They will... The Dallas Cowboys, we just admit, they are the definition of frauds and an accent waiting to happen. And they're and and when we call them America's team, we shouldn't call them that anymore. No more call them America's meme. They are America's meme until proven otherwise. Go ahead, Michael. Well, I want to ask you a question. Because, you know, you know how we do this. You know how we do this, you know, when one of our teams gets embarrassed. Remember what you guys did to me when the Nets trade AD and Kyrie? You guys made me answer questions. So, I'm going to start. So, you know what? I'm going to return to me. Like, I'm going to start asking some questions. So, Michael, buddy. What question what did was, I ask what, what, what was it like watching that game? What, what was it like watching that disaster class on television? What question did we give you, first of all? What questions did we give you, first of all? You a you asked me stuff about Sean Marks, you asked me stuff about KD, you asked me a bunch of things. You want to go replay it, go watch the episode. I'll send it to you if you really need it. No, no. Real mature, Adam. Real mature. <laughs> <laughs> Why being so difficult? 
I'm asking you a question. What was it like watching that disaster class in per live on TV? No comment. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I, I just, um, uh, are you sure though that Dak Prescott should still win MVP? Here's the thing. I'm gonna be real with you, Adam. You could, for example, I know in some sports you could win the MVP and do terrible in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for example, Joel Embiid. Obviously, when that's one. You have Dirk Nowitzki that did terrible in the 2006-2007 NBA playoffs and lost to the eighth seed as the, as the MVP. See, it's possible. You could win the MVP award instead of choking the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep it real. We're going to win it next year. Oh, that's immediate. Alex, he just said it. You know, yeah. it's the ultimate Cowboys fan copium. What happens? They they hype some of the same. We're winning a Super Bowl. We're winning a Super Bowl. They get the hard smoking. What's the first thing they say? We'll win it next year. There's always next year. I could cry some other time. I guess the most gonna happen next year, they're gonna choke again. I'm so I'm, sorry, I'm in basketball. I'm, I'm in basketball mode, so I don't care. Good. You, you. I mean, right now, I mean, your Knicks are doing. I mean, they they had that couple of bad losses, but they're still really good. So. I'll tell you what, you should be more invested in them than you are the Cowboys. I gave up on I gave up on the Cowboys. <laughs> Alex, do you have any questions for our friend Michael here? I can't really say that much because my egos are in the same place that they are. Yep. I can't cry talk either because we both suck this year. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. I can't wait to see LeBron versus the Knicks February third. I'm so hyped about that. That's the only thing. By, by then, the Cowboys will be a distant memory to you, right? Um. You know how much in shock I'm going to be on that game. I may have to wear a Knicks or half Lakers shirt. <laughs> Adam, I'm gonna hurt you. What? I'm gonna hurt you, Adam. You're gonna hurt me? Why are you gonna hurt me? Because you crazy. You 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 got me a little mad. You're going to hurt me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just in shock. You're in shock of what?
Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, nine let's just say here, the Cowboys, they are what they are. I mean, we, 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 the Cowboys come out. So, let's talk about the other team, Alex. I said, I mean, I'm going to say again, a disappointing but not surprising end to the Eagles' uh, season. So, 23-9, it was, sort to the other game, it wasn't close. Yeah, I mean, defense, defense, like, couldn't get a stop. Uh, the, the Eagles offense couldn't get anything going. Um, so, uh, I mean, go ahead, buddy. Uh, yeah. Um, hats off to Baker Mayfield for showing up the way he did um, Monday night. Um, he, he really was locked in. He went 22 or 36 for 377 yards. 337 yards, my bad. Um, and the Eagles defense just didn't change in the days they had for team meetings and everything that they, they prepared for. And it really showed how, how bad of a coaching job uh, they they have been going through, and I was really pissed off of uh, of James Bradbury. Um, I feel like he was a, a deep concern of the coverage that the Eagles needed, and he didn't show up at the right time. And they they signed him because they thought that he would be. A decent guy, um, but uh, next to Darius Slay, but but he he just looks like a someone that came off of a high school team, and he's he, he hasn't been great ever since last year, and uh, this this offensive um scheme is is something that. Is completely lost and needs to get fixed uh, heading into next year. And I, I really think that Jalen Hortz um, was having a very disinterested mindset with the uh, with the coaching situation in mind and with how how badly and poor job of the defensive system was going and I think that he just didn't give give it his all and I know he was playing with an injury with his hand uh his his mid, middle finger to be specific but I just feel like uh everyone who was involved uh during this uh season uh and playoff one was unsuccessful and it's definitely gonna be a a really hard off season, uh, especially for the coaches and front office and Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lloyd. Uh, I just I just don't know what the future holds for them, especially their defensive side and um and I think Nick Sirianni is definitely on the hot seat.
and I have a feeling that he he, he could be out of physique as soon as maybe middle of February. Um, but we'll have to see what what goes on, and I'm really anxious to see uh, what happens. Okay, so now I, I asked um, Michael some grueling questions, so I asked you questions. Um, is Nick is Nick Sirianni gone? Do you think? I basically just answered that. No. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yeah, dumb dumb. Sorry guys, it's uh it's late night and I have a very long day where I have a lot of shoveling and stuff due to the snow that was recently. Hey, I didn't have to shovel that much. There was no in my house it didn't shovel that much over here. <laughs> it didn't shovel that much, but I still had to, you know, but I still had to shovel a lot of it and it's a, it's obviously a lot of, a lot of work, so I my apologies guys. Apologies if I seem if I seem a little off today. My apologies. You sound a little boring. That intro wasn't boring, was it? It was a little boring. Well, I just bursted out laughing. So you sound like a serial killer. That's cold, brother. Oh, we were boys, Adam. You, my boy. You... Oh, stop sounding racist. Stop being racist, Adam, my boy. This ain't the plantation. Oh my god. Have you racist questions? Nah, I just love you. You racist. What? Hey Adam. Yo, hype it up, hype it up, hype it up, hype it up, hype it up. Yeah. Well yeah, what's next on the show, brother? Because we got the hot take. What? What's next? All right, so we're moving on. Um, before we get to the hot take really quickly here, the Patriots and Bill Belichick have agreed to part ways. Did you guys hear me? The Patriots and Bill Belichick have agreed to part ways. What did you think about that? What did you think of what? what? I mean, it's just um, nothing really else left to say. Nothing really much to say that other than obviously it's it's amazing. First we get Nick Saban, and now and now we get Bill Belichick. The I we the. the the greatest college coach for our lifetime, and without that, the greatest NFL coach for our lifetime. Both of them are, both of them have, not, one's retired, and another one's, you know, parting ways with uh, the team that uh, he brought so much glory to. I mean, I mean, obviously, Bill Belichick's resume, you know, just speaks for itself. I mean, guy's a six time champion, you know, the way he completely turned, you know, people forget. Before Bill Belichick, Tom Brady got there, the Patriots were a dumpster fire. They mm-hmm. literally could not get. They they could get out of their own way. They 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 have they they're a franchise that has they never won a Super Bowl before. They 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 were 
they were a bo I mean, they were a bad franchise. Let's be honest. They, they were a bad underachieved franchise. Then Bill Belichick gets there, and he completely he turns them into you know one of the greatest dynasties in, in uh professional sports. I mean, six Super Bowls, you know, they getting to the Super Bowl nine times. I mean, all those. I mean, there's nothing. I mean. I I mean he's he's looks like he may have a sh I mean if he decides to become a coach for another team he may have a shot at the, at the wins record. I mean nothing there's nothing really that, uh, we could say about Bill Belichick's uh, resume that uh, hasn't already been said. So okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah. But now there's rumors that oh. Oh, you know, um, where's he gonna go next? I mean, I think the Cowboys are obviously a job that he that that uh, he'll be interested if they do move on McCarthy. I think the Eagles, yo, know, maybe I think the Eagles that's that could be a consideration if you guys decide to move on from Nick Sirianni. Um, where do the Chargers go? Obviously, they 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 have a boy head coach. Um, um, maybe the C the Seahawks, maybe I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if that would be a, like his preferred destination. Um. Destination, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see though if Bill Belichick is done coaching, which I don't believe he is, you know, where he's gonna end up, up being. It's quiet. Oh, it's what? It's quiet. Oh, oh. My cutting a pop quiz. What up? What were we just talking about? Bill Belichick, man. I was listening the whole time. Okay. You don't have any thoughts on them? Have a coaching career, but I think he's done. You don't, all right. Okay. Yeah. But one more thing. Yeah. One last thing for the hot take. Um, we can just go around the rest of the If you want, you guys go around the rest of the class. I mean, what about. How about that uh that Texans Browns game? That was a blowout. Everyone everyone and their everyone and their mother was was betting the Browns. And I was one of the few people that said, Hey, I like Texas game. I like where they're at. I I like where they're at, you know. And 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 CJ Stroud, and this is the big thing, yo. This is a this little memo for the Giants here. When when people say, "Oh, you know, oh, if you if you draft fast quarterback or fast quarterback can't really uh, do much for your franchise," look at the impact that C.J. Stroud has had on the uh on the Cle uh, on the uh, on the Houston Texans. Look at how he has single almost single handedly turned that franchise around. I mean, he just the way he just completely balled out. You know, three touchdowns on that game. That game. I mean. He's a legitimate stud, and and when you have a legitimate stud at quarterback, he makes your entire team better. So, little mail for the Giants. You have the sixth overall pick. You you may have an opportunity to trade up in the draft. Go get your next quarterback. Go up there and and, and go identify yeah, whether it's Khalid Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. If you go out there and, 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 and obviously, you know, 
I mean, obviously, I, obviously, CJ Stroud expecting that, you know, is a bit much. But just I'm just saying, look at the impact a rookie getting the right quarterback can have on your franchise. So, the Giants are we. I like the general manager. I like the general manager. I think Joe Shane's done a pretty good job. I I love their head coach. I I think they've got the right general manager. I think they've got the right head coach. It's time for them to fight the find the right quarterback. Because look at what CJ. Look at the impact that CJ Stroud has had on the Texans. And tell me that uh, the Giants. And tell me that every quarterback can have the same impact on the Giants. Yeah, I mean that that game was unbelievable. Um, let's see here. The Chiefs Dolphins game. Not even to say there. Dolphins are frauds. Chiefs are um, Chiefs are obviously you know that was the game that the Chiefs had that that that, that was the Chiefs win. Um, again Steelers Bills. Yo, know, again not really much else to say there. That ex we expected that, and I mean the Rams Lions game that was eat. Aside from, I mean, that was easy, the best game of, you know, the entire, uh, of the entire wild card round. I mean, good for, good for Detroit. They finally, uh, guys, I'm going to look up here. Before this game, what was the last time the Detroit Lions won a playoff game? I think it was 1991. Let me look. Uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up here. Let me look. Look up here. I want to see. Let me see here. We get to go all the way back. They, the last time they actually won a playoff game. Was nineteen ninety one? What playoff game? Nineteen ninety one. Before to speak, that was the last time the Detroit Lions won a playoff game. Michael, where were you in nineteen ninety one? I was not even existed yet. And I'm the oldest guy on the podcast. Wonder where I was? Where I was an itch in my daddy's pants. <laughs> we were just coming. We were coming in nineteen ninety one. We it's were come. Amazing. Yeah. We were come. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, nothing much. We were accident, babe. We weren't even. We weren't even thought of yet. It's yeah. It's unbelievable. Okay. But all right, guys. You all know what time it is. Hot take, baby, baby. It's time right now for the hot take episode. So I went last time, so you know what that means. Who? Michael Cunningham. You're up. I'm gonna say this: the New York Giants are an overrated fan base. Okay. What do you mean by that? No, I don't really got hot take. I got one. That Don. Roasting that Giants player was the greatest moment in Michael K. sports history. Okay. Here's why. As a football player, Adam, you agree to this as a Giants fan. I'm going to put you in this, buddy. You're a Giants fan, I believe, right, Adam? Yep, I am. You spend your like hard on money to watch Giants play during yep. the season. 
And Alex, you spent good money to watch the Eagles play, right? Oh uh, yeah, I do. And I spent good hard money to watch the Eagle, the Cowboys, and Jets play. Adam, <laughs> really take the Adam. I should get, if you put your cat in the seat again, I get an automatic approval if you don't let bring your cat down. Continue. I get automatic approval if you keep on your Why, cat. Why she in. can't listen? No, because cats are because cats are icky. Oh, so you're racist against cats? Okay. I'm more of a dog person. Go ahead. Whatever you have to say, you can say to both of us. Your cat is ugly. There, I said it. <laughs> and all joking, all serious, all, on a serious note. If we're fans of the game and we're supposed to watch you play and you call the Giants fans sheep because you play bad, no, just play fucking better. That's why that when Don caught him out by saying we're sheep, saying like, you guys, he called us hamburger flippers. You know what I'm saying? If we're making money, if we're making money... Well, <laughs> all seriousness, if we're making money to watch you play, you can't have a right to call your fans sheep, Adam. Any fan base, your thing is, as an athlete, you have two goals to entertain the fans and win football games. That is your job on the football field. They have integrity to entertain the fans and win football games. You have three jobs to do. But don't don't insult the fans because the fans have a right to say what they want, but however, not to be to an extent. That's my hot take. Okay. Hey, uh, Michael, remember when you said that if I brought Tatha into the video that it's an automatic approval? Yeah. I don't have to worry about that because I'm approving. Good boy. Yeah, I mean, that rant by Don was just. Absolutely legendary, man. I'm not sure if I would say it's my favorite moment in show history, but it's definitely up there. I mean, Don's had so many great rants, but that one was definitely one of his best. The way he just said, I would cut his fat ass live on here, and all the points to me about Evan Newell and his, and his ridiculous crowds were valid. So, I mean, his rant, his, his rant was, not only, was not only entertaining, but it was also extremely accurate. It's Bond. So, you're right, um, Michael, I approve. I approve. Good nerds. Good boys. Congratulations, man. Kind of your hot take is man approved. Oh, baby, baby. All right. So what's next on the show? All right. We got, um, I'm going to let Tabba out here because we got some. Kind of, yeah, kind of. We, we have, I want, to say, I want to say something. We got like a serious uh story coming up here. You know, we usually don't, we usually like, we, we usually don't really get an opportunity to talk about this stuff on this podcast, but when it involves, you know, someone like, when it involves like someone, you know, obviously, um, uh, obviously. When it says uh, uh, high profile, I'll see a local guy. You know, we have to uh talk about that. Um, um, James Dolan is being accused of sexual assault. Adam, I'm can't even want to say this. This may be good for the Knicks after all, because it's why didn't he could sell the team finally because he's a terrible human being, and we can finally win basketball games. Yeah. 
Okay, so... so terrible human being. We already know this already. I know yeah, I mean, when this first came out, you know what? I, I literally, you know what I literally tweeted out there? I literally tweeted out the drift pretends to be shocked. I'm this not shocked. Uh, this is the most, this is the least surprising news of all time. First of all, every owner is just, every owner has problems in the NBA. My dad gave me especially James Dolan. James Dolan is a buffoon. I mean, I mean, when you consider everything, when you consider this guy's track record, you know, between, you know, between, between, you know, all the dumb moves they have to make, but more importantly, you know, the, the, the incident with, uh, Spike Lee, the, uh, incident with, uh, Charles Oakley, I mean, this, and the multiple incidents, you know, with banning fans and stuff, I mean, this, literally, there were a ton of red flags I was trying this guy, um, Officially, officially, it said that um, he's a he, he, he. The lawsuit was filed on Thursday. Was was lawsuit filed in Los Angeles on Thursday? Um, he was accused of sexual assault and trafficking. Uh, I mean, two separate instances with with a uh, with a with a massage service. We're not gonna, we're not gonna name aim. We're not gonna name him, name him because yeah, we don't want you know uh. You know, put the put well, we want to respect their privacy, but uh, it was it was two servers, I mean, 2013, 2014, and uh, and also Harvey Weinstein, which we all know how you know how fucked up that his situation was. Um, he's also being in the same suit, so I'll see. I mean, I'll see, you know, answer to be really we'll have to uh, see where this plays out, but guys, would I be shocked in the least if this turns out to be true? Absolutely not, guys. I'm gonna say this: James Dolan makes Trevor Barrett look look like a saint. <laughs> well, those two. Well, it's like it's. I mean, those two. I mean, it's definitely gonna be. Um, it's it's definitely apples and oranges there. So Adam, I'm gonna yeah. say this: yeah. if you disrespect a woman, period, you deserve to be punished. Amen. You don't disrespect women. You can disrespect another man, but you can't disrespect another woman. You heard me? Yeah. So Adam, we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about. College football championship winner. We gotta talk about the championship. Yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't we already talk about college football? You didn't talk about like about a great win for yeah we did we did okay. and we got a good game back. Let's shout out my main man Todd Tejada for college basketball winning rookie of the war rookie of the week for Tolson. Our boy Todd oh, Tejada. Rookie of the week. Wow, nice. You want rookie of the week for for Tolson? I'm gonna say this. Tyler is better than Eric Dixon, hands down. Alex, look at Alex. She's about to scream for me saying that, right, Alex? You you think Eric Dixon's better than Tyler? Nope. You think Eric Dixon's better than Tyler now? Psych. You, uh, Eric Dixon is better than Tyler. You nuts? Tyler's better than Eric. Mm -hmm. Adam, who didn't win in two on two? 
You ever heard of this cosplayer named Eric Dixon? He's Alex's friend. He's a really good player. For me and Tyler, who do you think will win? Who between who and who? Me and Tyler versus Alex's friend Eric Dixon, who plays for Star for Villanova versus Tyler. Two on one? Two on two. So who and who again versus who and who? Me and Tyler versus yeah. Alex and Eric. Oh, you and uh you and uh Mike Tyler. you and you and Tyler easily because I have seen Eric play, so I can't uh judge him, but I will He's say this. He's a great this. player. He starts for Villanova. Uh, but I've watched you play, and let me just tell you, you versus Alex, that would probably be a mismatch. <laughs> I beat Alex 10-0 all the time. One time, he beat me because I wasn't playing serious. I let him shoot one point. Hey, hey Alex, Alex. you have a response to that? Alex will never beat me in basketball. Like, only thing he beat me in is Madden. 2K, I'll blow him out of proportions. Alex will never be. He'll beat John Berardi in basketball, but not me. And I'm gonna say this: John Berardi is the worst basketball player I've ever seen play in my life. Do we have to bring his name into this? Because he's a terrible basketball player. So I say I agree with Alex. I agree with my. I'll say it myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm the greatest basketball player of all time on this podcast. I'm the best basketball player on this podcast. But Adam, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. Rutgers basketball's been playing Rutgers basketball, y'all gonna be nasty next year. Yep. Rutgers Speaking. is definitely gonna be nasty, yeah. Duke gonna be Speaking. nasty next year. Duke got Cooper Flagg, the best high school player in the country for a senior year. He's going to Duke. I'm going to tell you, this Duke going to be nasty next year, boys. Duke is definitely... You guys let me... How, how, I mean, you guys, if you guys want, we can... Um, if you guys want, you can talk some college basketball now. Like, we got time. I do have some Yankees I want to get into, but you guys, if you want, you guys want, you can talk some college basketball right now. We had some good games. We had some good games this weekend coming up. Hold on, let me check the schedule. Guys, we got uh UConn versus Creighton this week today. That's a, that's a big game. You have Texas Tech versus Houston. You have Louisville versus uh UNC this week. You have Arizona, you have Memphis versus South Florida. You have Florida Atlantic versus Wichita State. You have Michigan versus Illinois. You have Wisconsin versus Indiana. Saturday, we have Baylor versus Texas. We have Creighton versus Seton Hall. We have Marquette versus St. John's. We have Dayton versus Rhode Island. We have Oklahoma versus Cincinnati, Alex. We have Alabama mm-hmm. versus Tennessee. We got Boo Purdue against Iowa. UCF against, against Houston. Iowa State versus TCU. UNC versus Boston College, Fresno State versus Utah State, Kansas versus West Virginia, UCLA versus Arizona. You have Georgia versus Kentucky. You have BYU versus Texas Tech, and you have Villanova versus UConn. And then at night, you have the Pittsburgh versus Duke Blue Devils, baby, baby. My beloved Blue Blue Devils. 
And then you have Ole Miss versus Auburn. So, Alex, what do you think, what do you think about the big games this week? What do you think about the games this weekend? Uh, I just feel like the Bionobi-UConn game could be in for a good one. Well, it's UConn kill Villanova because Villanova's not good anymore. You know what I'm saying, boys? Yeah. I know what happened to Villanova, but man, they just they just blow this year. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I don't know what happened to them. They they just started choking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Alex, explain to me why why they've been choking this year. Uh I don't know, they just don't have I mean, they're playing kind of decent, but they just don't have everything that they need to win in big-time games. They be choking too much. I don't know know what happened to them. They were like the hottest team in basketball for a minute. That's all I'm saying? Hottest team in b-ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hottest team on the block. You feel me? Hottest team on the block. They were the hottest team on the block. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to them. You feel me? Yeah. They were the hottest team on the block. Yeah, uh, so, uh, we'll talk about baseball. All right, so let's let me uh talk me to rant a little bit here, cause over the over the weekend the Yankees remember last episode I said the Yankees did not I was said the Yankees should not do a certain thing. They did it. They did that certain thing. They signed Marcus Stroman, and I'm gonna come out right and say it. I do not like this move. Now, Mark Stroman, we all, I'll, I'll say the same thing that I said, you know what? I'll say the exact same thing. Mark Stroman's a great pitcher when healthy. Like, he's, um, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a great pitcher when healthy, but it's like, but, I want to say when healthy, but Mark Stroman, he's a very talented pitcher, but he's also, my big issues with Mark Stone is obviously all the drama that just comes with them. Between all this stuff, like, like, bashing the Yankees on public and, uh, you know, and it's more than just that. You look at some of the stuff this guy has said and done, I mean, some of it is, like, really, you know, uh, na- like, really nasty stuff. I mean, the guy comes with a lot of bags. I just, I just thinking to myself, like, is the talent worth the baggage? I said four. You look at his ERA, it starts to his career. It's over six. 
The guy's never pitched well at, at Yankee before. Yeah, granted, you could say it's a small sale size, but hey, it's the sample size we have to look at, and it's not impressive. It's far from it. Second half of this year, the second half of this year, in the first half of this year, he was great. He was, he, 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 he was literally, you know, he literally had, had like, what was it, the fourth best ERA in the NL, 2.96. But then, but then in the second half, you know, in the second half, um, he, he, he got hurt and then his ERA jumped all, and then he had an ERA over six in the second half, and his ERA jumped, you know, and ZRA for a season jump to three nine five, and now and 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 the business terms are two years, thirty seven million dollars with I believe a vesting option. So, so those terms aren't terrible for the Yankees. So, I mean, I mean those terms aren't. I mean. Those terms aren't tell for the Yankee so because okay, if it doesn't work out, okay, you can get out of the contract, yo, fairly quickly. But it's like, it's like you're adding what, and there's rumors now that the Yankees aren't done, the Yankees aren't, aren't aren't done, and that's my thing. This cannot be the only move the Yankees make in rotation. They have to have something else coming, cause, cause I'm sorry, aren't really. Literally, what was the one complaint we had with the Yankees rotation? It was Garrett Cole and a bunch of question marks. Well, guess what? You know what the rotation is after the signing? Garrett Cole and a bunch of question marks. Literally, is Mark Stroman any... Can we sit here and say that Mark Stroman is any less of a question mark than uh than Carl Shodan is? Can we honestly say that? Quasi's any you know, less of a question mark than uh Nestor Cres? I wouldn't say so. Show is far from a short thing, so I mean maybe you again, maybe you make out that make that trade for Corbin Burns, um uh, maybe you go out there and sign Blake Snell, but hey, and here's another issue I have with this sign. Is that that's that was it, seven I forget how much they're paying him, like $18.5 million they're paying for Mark Stroman. That counts towards the payroll, and guess what? If you want to uh, sign Blake Snell, guess what? You're paying two, you're paying two pitchers, what? Maybe, all, maybe what, over $40 million each? Maybe, maybe it's all combined $40 million, you're going to have two pitchers uh, occupy that much of your payroll? And that's gonna hurt you, and that's gonna hurt you. Like that, that could hurt you from maybe extending your know, Juan Soto. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe extending their toys. Those are two players that I want things to keep around long term. And with this signing now, maybe they may not be able to do those moves. Maybe if they go, maybe if they do go out there and get that starting pitcher in the offseason, maybe they let Claire Torres walk because they signed Mark Stroman. Because they added on all that salary, we can still get we can still get one sort of long term, brother. I mean, Juan so I don't think that'll affect, but still, I mean, this is money that they're paying to Mark Stroman that I really feel like they would have been better served sort of paid elsewhere. I would much rather them made like, I would much rather them like if they were if they're gonna sign Blake's out, I would much rather just sign Blake's alone and not 
and not add Marcus Stroman and have Clark Schmidt you know, be, take his spot in rotation. To me, this sign is just so unnecessary. And what I say, what will I be with Marcus Stroman? Of course, I will, because he's a Yankee now, and and honestly, and honestly, like I I want I want my team to do well, but but. Am I confident this deal is going to work out? No, I'm not confident. To me, in my opinion, I see I see Josh Donaldson being I see I see Josh Donaldson the pitcher having with this move. I think this
That's the saying. UConn for life. No, I'm playing. Yep. Wait a minute. Uh, UConn versus who again? What? Who's UConn playing? Creighton. Creighton. All right. Now it's time for my actual bet for the episode. And I'm going to go with. All right, who am I going to go with? Wow, decisions, decisions, decisions. Should I make a bet for the divisional round? Nom. I mean, there are a couple games I kind of like. All right, I think I know what I'm going to do here. What do you got, brother? I'm going to the NFL. I'm going for because our next episode is definitely is, is going to be after uh the division round, correct? Yep. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions over the Taylor Buccaneers on the spread. The spread six and a half. I think Tampa Bay really just took advantage of a very lousy opponent in, in, in the Philadelphia Eagles. You saw like you saw them down the stretch. The Eagles were dog shit. They 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 weren't any good. They were a wash team that is just let's call it what it is. The 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 uh they they beat you know the Eagles beat a very washed team. So I'm gonna go and then uh, so I'm. Um, I think they're gonna come to their senses. Detroit Lions are a three seed for a reason. They 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 beat a very difficult, a very uh, tough opponent in uh in um the Rams. And the, let's face it, right now, who's a better team, the Rams or the Buccaneers? I would say the Rams. So I definitely like a I definitely like the Lions' chances this one. And I'm gonna do a same probably. I'm gonna have Jared Goff. 250, 250 plus yards. So that's I bet. Uh, uh, the Lions over uh Buccaneers money line, and um, I'm and I'm gonna do uh Jared Goff uh 250 yards or more. You go, brother. All right. All right, uh, Alex, buddy, um, you're up. Um, my bad. Sorry. Um, Hurry up, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Nebraska money line over Rutgers. Ooh. 
Um, take that back. They're both unranked. Go ahead, nah, Rutgers, Rutgers, it's not a year. I'm not taking them. They're two bad teams, so take it. I'll be a hell of a bet. No. Um, I lost all my respect for you, brother. Oh, so sad to hear. How will I ever survive? Adam, you a girl. <laughs> now, now we all know you secretly. You, we all know you secretly a girl. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Should I start calling you Adam Rena? I'm sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna do. Tulane money line over UAB. Who? Tulane? Tulane. Are you sure? That's a what game? What day is that on? Uh, today. I don't know, dude. That's a. I don't know, that's a good. They don't. They're not even on the. They're not even. Tulane's not even in college basketball. They're not. Even, I'm. I'll have the games of the week. Is it female or college basketball? Or, because it, it would have been for today. I don't see it. It's not on the ESP. It's not on the Google one. So, oh, yeah. And right. My my third bet of the parlay is San Diego State money line over Nevada. That's a gimme game, brother. What what what? What was the last one again? San Diego State over who? Uh, over Nevada. Okay, over Nevada. Okay. All right, Michael Cunningham. Last up, go ahead. I'm gonna take the Knicks on the money line, but I'm afraid they have they've been losing two games because they don't have Brunson. But I think he's playing on tomorrow today. He's playing today. So I'm gonna take the Knicks money line. I'm gonna do a Knicks three game parlay. Next over Rockets. That's an easy win. Okay. And I'm gonna go. Um. Oh man, I I'm gonna take Houston over Texas Tech. Houston, Texas Tech. Okay. And I'm gonna do my beloved on for Saturday back college basketball. Two Duke playing. They play. They play Pittsburgh. Duke over Pittsburgh. Got it. I'm doing a three-game parlay. Perfecto. For the mother blood. Okay. All right, guys. That's all for our bets, and that's all for this episode. Um, Obviously, uh, recently, uh, recently uh, before, uh, before um, recent couple of days ago was... Uh, was uh the day we were celebrating uh, the great Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, so, Mike Cunningham, if you want to give a little speech right now, you're more than welcome to, buddy. Guys, shout out to MLK. It's MLK Day. Show some love. You feel me? Yeah. Um, mad respect. You know. Um, I believe um that a great man had a had a vision. And we're living through his vision. MLK Day is a day of work and a day of peace on earth. You know what I mean? Huh? It's a day of work, the day of peace to show fellow love to your brother man. If this was in the 1960s and they had a podcast, this would not work for us. 
two white men and a brother, black man doing a podcast together. It wouldn't happen, but look how great it's doing four generations in 2024 that I believe that his man's vision for one day is, has been complete. We still have another feeling of social justice. Yeah, we still got a lot of work to do. Yeah, a lot of the, the words of Kobe Bryant, the job ain't done. There's corrupt cops that we got to worry about. I'm saying this. Respect Martin Luther King Jr. I hope we keep I'm gonna keep doing your work by nonviolence. Even though I'm a violent person, I'm gonna try to be more on a nonviolent approach. Adam, shout out to MLK Dave. We love you, MLK. Obviously. Uh I will see you. Know, and honestly, buddy, I I I always tell you off the air, yo, know, I mean I mean, I mean, if you ever need me, if if you know, if any yo uh, racist prick ever yo tries to uh tries to mess with you, buddy, you know I've got your back. Trust me, brother. And I, and I, I, and I'll say for you and you know, the rest of the African American community, yo, if you guys need anything, if you need anything, you you know who to call. Anyway, anyway, I can help you guys. You know, I'm there for you. Man, I, I, I was just a salute to the great Martin Luther King, to the great Martin Luther King Jr. and what we honor and celebrate his legacy. Which uh, uh we uh, obviously the other day every year where we really should we would be you know teaching you know, his legacy not like legacy you know throughout throughout the year not just that year but but we, you know but yeah we could we could make it you know a whole big um thing yeah but it's just. I mean, not not gonna say a a salute to great LK Junior and Michael. You know, buddy, I've got your back and I love you. I want to smack <laughs> you sometimes, but I still love you. Wow, no reaction. <laughs> I said I want to smack you sometimes, but I still love you. I'm I'm on murder. Don't play. I I forgot what you said to me all fair about what you said. We when that shit that shit stays off air. <laughs> um, so I tell the viewers what you said to me behind the stage. I don't know. Should I tell the viewers what you said to me behind the stage? First of all, you threatened to hurt somebody I love, man. That's disrespectful. And you threatened to uh, to uh to uh you threatened to uh. To violently do something to someone, someone I love without my consent. What consent? She went black. <laughs> Alex, can Tracy go black yet? I'm joking. <laughs> oh my god. She's 21 now, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm joking with you. I'm not John. One, that's my best friend's little sister. Two, I knew Tracy when she was like 11, 10 or 11. Wait, since so she was like 13, 12 or 13, excuse me. Man, I can't believe I knew Alex for over nine years. Jesus Christ. And Alex is still ugly to this day. Guys. Guys. What up, baby? We're not making it to season four, are we? We're not making it to season four. 
This may be our last episode ever. Yo, 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 Michael. Prepare. We got we got Black History Month coming up. Prepare, prepare your stuff, uh, Sally, because it may be our last. <laughs> it may be our la- last time we ever do those segments. First of all, I love my Black History Month. We ain't cast on the show. Adam, <laughs> black people can't be racist. It's a fact. Adam, let's wrap this show up before we definitely get. Canceled. Okay, yeah. Let's, guys. Any final thoughts? <laughs> the Eagles choke. And let's go uh, next. Uh, Eagles showed, Cowboys choked. Um, that's all I. That's all I gotta say. Adam's in a good mood right now. Adam, imagine if both me and Adam's team both won on Sunday. My t- are both teams won this week. I picked you guys both to win. By the way, I picked you guys both to win. Imagine if we both won. You know how annoying we would have been. Yeah. Imagine if you guys face off in the NFC Championship game. Me and Alex would probably, and Alex probably have to kill each other. Ain't that right, Alex? Yep. I'll probably have to murder Alex. I'll be like, Adam, I'll, I'll, I'll tell Alex, you are my enemy. You are no longer my best friend. You are my enemy now. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. That's 100. All right, guys, that's it. This is episode 202 of the Gay Gap Arts Christian League. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to leave a like and follow. Like, and follow. Also, our direct president on YouTube, we just want to be a feature episode. Yeah, future episode. Those are you. And we're out.